0: Hello, welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, hope you're doing good today, wherever you're at, and uh, today we're reflecting on the 100 Human Experience, which was an absolute pleasure to be a part of, it was a real deep dive into what it means to be human, Uh, an event hosted by Tony Riddle, Art Paulins, Kate Lister, Jeff, and me and Nina were hosting a, an ecstatic dance at this incredible immersive and uh, ceremonial experience so yeah this podcast is kind of in ode to that and uh the character jay joins us who we met at the event to uh to yeah dive deep and uh, kind of unfold some uh, some happenings within the within the event so the character jay His uh, real name is Dim Brown uh, and he's an artist, director and performance practitioner with over 10 years experience of training professional actors. He has been a resident director of Rutgers Conservatory at Shakespeare's Globe from 2015 to 2022, leading a training program in London um, for a third year of acting students. So this has been his background for many years, but he's kind of taken a bit of a, a pivot in his, uh, in his focus at the moment and he's uh, currently practicing uh, synthesizing ancient earth based practices and techniques commonly used in actor training to enable humans to embody their fullest selves so he's got a forthcoming YouTube channel coming soon which is called Pattern Matters that will be l- launching on the 1st of May in a couple of weeks uh, and with a series of interviews me and Nina are actually we'll be guesting on this at some point so uh, look out for that interview I'll be posting about it but yes character Jay we uh, met him at the event and he just has a way with words he's really passionate and really uh, is a bit of a seeker in that aspect of uh, of etymology of of words why we use them the intention around them and uh, the spells that they cast on us so uh, he's a really really interesting individual and uh, it was an absolute pleasure to be invited to sit on top of his barge in Hertfordshire and uh, dive deeper into the happenings inner and outer, of the weekend. So thanks for tuning in. Some updates for you. The Being Human community is now online. As promised, I've launched this online. So there's a new offering for people who aren't local, who are seeking growth and accountability and sustainable change and want to nourish a lifestyle that helps themselves so they can be of service to others there's so much more information on the website so if you go over to bodymindpractice.co.uk forward slash being human all the links are on my instagram and i'll also put some links in the description of the podcast thanks for tuning in please subscribe where you get your podcasts and head over to apple Podcasts or spotify leave a review if you can Appreciate your time and hope this is valuable for you. Speak soon. So Aho again. Welcome. Welcome. I was going to call you Jeff. Thank you. <laughs> We're saying uh, well
1: Jeff oh. is so here present with us in this Yeah, sorry, and Jay.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry, and <auntie laughs> Jeff. <laughs> <What was laughs> Um, All the J's. The character J. Mm. character J. Mm. Yeah, so, we've got Nina here, mm-hmm. the host of the Deep and Meaningfuls, <laughs> so it's kind of like a body-mind practice meets Deep and Meaningfuls.
1: Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, why not? Yeah, because we, well, we have the pleasure of being here together in this unbelievable setting and to have met you at the event this weekend mm-hmm. and... um Yes, it's a blessing to be on the road and to be able to be free-spirited and nomadic and flow, and we made our way so naturally here. Mm
0: -hmm. It was just... Yeah, and take the audience with you, I guess. That was a big Mm. intention of like what kit I'd get and what kind of conversations I'd have. It was always like that I could travel with it and just pop up anywhere and just outdoors... Shoot a conversation, and that was a big intention for the for the podcast. So yeah, this is, this is how it was meant to be.
2: that's Great! Mm. Here we are on the roof of a boat.
0: Yeah. So yeah, doing the thing. Let's mm. let's give some people some context. I think first of all, of the hundred human experience, which was on the fifth and sixth of April. Second and third. Second and third. Two thousand
1: twenty-two April. For those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Oracle knows yeah. if you need to know. <laughs> yeah. Nina will be correcting me throughout. No, I won't. <laughs> 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 it's weird, though, because I put that up on, when I put the exact like Dance playlist online and uh, I put fifth and sixth. I don't know why that was. It's weird.
2: Mm. Mm. I love that you even corrected him that you're not going to be correcting him throughout yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I <wait>. will <laughs> Thanks, Jay. <laughs> I'll just correct you there. I'll be the arbiter of this. I'm going to keep a little score. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it will all be legitimate each time, though. <laughs> mm. Mm. So, hundred human
0: experience. Yeah, um, brought to you by Tony Riddle and Arthur Paulins, who were the initial starters and creators of Move, Breathe, Chill, mm-hmm. which uh, people that follow me, to be honest, they they will know. I post about it all the time. Um, it's that was early uh, right two thousand and nineteen before the pandemic that must have been 2018 right when they started to move moved hill chills because i went to the first one 2018 they did a couple in london recenter and mm-hmm. then obviously everyone you know got kind of sidelined for a, a few years and now uh in when was the first hundred human it was last mm-hmm. end of last year and this was the second and let's define let's just share maybe go around and share some Mm. things of what it really because it's hard to describe these experiences you know you you say to people 100 experience sure that says how many people were there but it's like what what is it you know talking to people who have no idea of like what movement breathing you know cold exposure what that even looks like Mm. so these are the kind of move breathe chill that was the kind of like the foundations of it obviously it's it, it's it's evolved and uh, there's been many different things that have been brought into this so this was like a festival but with 100 humans so like a retreat similar but you wouldn't call it that mm-hmm. it was 100 people getting together and this would be my kind of summary of what it is about i'd say to to move in ways that are more in sync with our biology to connect to ways that are also more aligned with us as humans so there's mo- moving there's intentional breath work to you know produce certain states and to introspect mm-hmm. and there's cold exposure which is a beautiful practice to you know develop resilience to get into the uncomfortable zones and overcome something very very challenging mm-hmm. and this time tony took took it up a notch and it was overnight jeff as we mentioned he hosted the cacao ceremony we also had kate lister who's coming on the podcast in a couple of weeks she did a voice activation workshop which was actually at one of the move brief chills mm-hmm. so she's been with with the kind of uh yeah evolution of it and she did a voice activation workshop, which I think we could touch upon that a bit later because that was just super powerful. And it's you mm. can't really sum that up, <laughs> I don't mm. think. <laughs> um, and then uh, me and Nina hosted a an ecstatic, ecstatic dance, which was super intentional. And yeah, moving with music uh, as a practice and as a opportunity to to grow and let go of certain things mm-hmm. and uh do it in such a sacred held space but again saying all those things these like you know we, we bring our own baggage to what all these certain things that I've just mentioned would would be or what they look like but when you're in a beautiful setting it was in the magic foresters which is a, a Christmas tree sanctuary slash farm uh, in Bromley South London and yeah it we, we bring our own ideas to what all that looks like but being there with these people it was just from the off just so open and so just genuine people coming to to learn to explore to just open themselves up to just the possibility of what would unfold that there's no structure this is a really important point to make actually Like there's no structure to the event there's no you know this will happen here this will happen at this time it's a very free-flowing more genuinely i guess natural way of way of interacting with the world so if things come up things take longer it's just very much more in flow in that way mm. and that's a that's a really important point because that really uh, allows the experience to just unfold in 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 a way that you can never predict so how can you put that on paper like this is what's going to be unfolding it's like a it's just a unique i think every one of these things will be unique mm-hmm. i don't think i've only ever been to anything quite like it mm-hmm. um of course there have been similar things and i've done all the the things that we did there on paper before but yeah it's quite a unique uh unfolding really mm-hmm. so yeah i think i've said a, a bit there mm. nina, nina do you want to I just I want to say
1: you set the scene for what was done, the doing part, mm. the activity part.
0: Yeah, I think that's important.
1: And absolutely, and it's like there was there was those activities and there was those spaces held and yes we all have the different ways that we that we feel about those things and there was it was interesting to witness there was kind of a real split of of um, people that had done those sorts of activities before and then there was 50% that had never done anything like that before or there was 50% that had done a cacao ceremony before and a ecstatic dance before but maybe not the ice water immersion and so it was this real blend of first time stepping forward, leaning in and, try, and trying new things and it's when we try new things and step out of our comfort zones or our ideas or stories that we have a transformational experience and we meet our edges. And for me, that's what the event was really. It was like meeting the external edges, the physicality. There was a lot of physical stuff going on. I mean, I was aching for days after the event. Um, But then there was an internal edges, people really meeting with their vulnerability and their inner world and meeting those edges too. And, And the space that was created there and Tony's Tony's radical, authentic honesty, you know, it's, it's playful, but it's also, yeah, like it's, it's, I'm going to hold, he calls himself the Papa Bear, and it's like, I've got you, we're all together in this, we're going on a journey together, and it was the first time that it had been overnight and over a weekend, and for me, the magic was what happened in the being around the doing of the activities, when everybody was just landing and letting go and having authentic connection, and when the intuitive moments arose of like how things were going to flow, then we were like in an ecosystem, all of us, you know, moving as 100 humans and then moving with the time scale of what felt right. You know, we were originally going to do the dance in the morning, for example, on the Sunday. And there was a couple of people that were like, I really need this dance to be in the morning because they needed the energy everyone had barely slept through Baltic crazy temperatures and people some people were like yeah the dance in the morning and it was like oh no we've changed it because um, I'd actually had a powerful visualization through the breath work the day before of of really visualizing how to hold the space for everyone what was needed to be received at that time and I said I said to Tony I was like going to have to do it you know Chris spoke to him was like we're gonna have to do it I feel like it needs to be later on in the day it needs to kind of be a consolidation a celebration of all the elements come together for people to go on that journey with themselves Um, and he was just like yeah okay let's do it let's change it up and that was what was beautiful it was and we were all enabled to to go in and with the flow of the whole event and um, it was beautiful to to hold space and have space held. That was really beautiful, and to be yeah connected with so many like-minded people, and then also people of all walks of life, all mm. ages. We've got to mention Claire, seventy-four-year-old Claire that really arrived and gave all of herself, and you know was was a joyful expression of so many people saying like oh, I hope I'm at events like this when I'm when I'm Claire's age and you know getting involved in everything and I think it was for me beautiful to just witness the willingness of everyone to to participate to show up to be part of that ecosystem of moving hundred humans moving through the magic of foresters and um and i feel immensely grateful to have been a part of it so yeah that's that's what i'm gonna bring into this moment and uh yeah what about ej um
2: well i can only really echo a lot of what you guys have said um but then of course I, I i wasn't i hadn't been involved in the first iteration of this and and um was seeing it from a different lens as mm. arriving as an individual um knowing what, mm, what brought you there no first one. of all mm. um what, what what brought me there um so i've sort of been on on a journey myself for for a while um which is about um This quest to discover because it's there it's just covered what the depths of humanity like like how how human can we possibly be
3: Mm.
2: and how closed off have we been into small little corners or versions of humanity that we think are acceptable and socially acceptable um and i've been interested in this for a while um and have worked for um, 10 years really training training actors to act Mm. to um act with to speak with truth Mm -hmm. and to move with purpose and to always check what what is my character doing here what does my character want in this particular scenario and constantly checking in with that. And and we go... It's quite meticulous. Um, my audio just cut out there. Oh, mm-hmm. ah, fine. Cool. You're back? Yeah. Um, there's a meticulous process to go through when you're training actors. Mm. And for a, for a while, I've realized what we're doing is we're training humans to be humans. Mm. Speaking with truth. Like resonating with the fullness of your being, with your voice, not like making yourself small and speaking from here, which I've done most of my life and I think a lot of people can agree with that (coughs) or will relate to that. Mm. So anyway I've been on this quest myself, left the arts a couple of months ago really, um, after working for a long time to take a year off and to really explore this and to, to try out some of my ideas which is applying um, the same techniques that we normally apply to fictional stories to our lives and to ourselves and at some point and I don't know when I discovered Tony but I found him <laughs> on online on YouTube and he was talking about and i might have searched for rewilding movement or something because it feels like the next phase for me is like about my body and uh, and i'm quite um uh, yeah i'm interested in in how much more embodied i can be um and uh what does that entail and when i listen to his story and about his journey of running the length of the uk but also talking about the different ways in which the shoe industry has Shaped how we now stand or don't stand correctly. Mm-hmm. Not the Shoe Spiracy. The Shoe Spiracy? I've not heard that. Have you not seen that? No. <laughs> you need to watch that, yeah. <laughs> uh, has he made one? No, <laughs> no, well, no. Well, he
0: Well, he did make a documentary about the, the three bare peaks that he did um, the other year, which was, what, not last year, year before? 2020. Mm-hmm. And The Shoe Spiracy is, I think it's, it's made by Vivo. Vivo barefoot. Okay. So, yeah, this yes, was like is. a v- Vivo barefoot convention as well. This this event, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. But yeah, it uh, it just goes to shoe you. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, that the shoespiracy is it is. We've been sold a we've been sold a lie, and and I do say that to people. I'm like, yeah, you have been lied to of what has been like. Oh, this is a shoe that's going to do this, 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 and it's going to be good for you. Yeah, you know, of course you're selling a product that they're saying it's gonna be good for you. Um but yeah, it's uh it's a big metaphor for the modern day, isn't it? Of how like certain mm. systems, certain structures are are moulding us into shapes that we're not uh it's it's a cast. Cast for the foot, cast for the mind, cast for the you know, cast a for cage. the body.
2: A cage, sure. A box, you know. <laughs> I love that though. A cast, because yeah. yeah, it's both like you talk about a plaster cast. Mm. Mm. There's and a it's mould, and we're being yeah. poured into this mould. But it's also a cast in a show, in a play. Ooh. Uh-huh. Like, to be cast as something is to be cast in a particular shape. Mm. Mm. And you, c- and in within a play, then yeah. you then play that particular role. And this is what I'm interested in. It's mm. like, who writes the plays that we act out in? Right. Who casts me? and what do I allow myself to be cast in and are there other shapes that I can expand into Mm. Mm. and that's what I was interested in about the 100 human experience uh, about because like we, we don't know the limits of what we are until we play outside of them totally and play has to be kind of exploring the edge of what is known.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it needs that quality of play, mm-hmm. I find. And that's what Tony just brings in just abundance. I mean, that you know, I, I arrived and the first thing I did was put my hand out. This,
1: training, is <laughs> this is amazing. This is snowing.
2: We're Hello. being blessed. Hi, weather. <laughs> Thanks for co- joining the podcast. Yeah.
3: <laughs> this
2: You're happened welcome. at
1: the event as well, which is why <laughs> this is so brilliant. It was like yeah. sunny and snowy.
2: Yay. I think the cameras will be fine. Yeah. What do we reckon? We're, they're we're fine. We're going to run the experiment. <laughs> 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 See ah. where it takes us. So yes. Um, so
1: the hundred human experience called you for that. No. For the edges. For the snow that was there yes. and the minus temperatures.
2: And uh, you know when I arrived. I put my hand out because I recognised Tony. I put my hand out to, to to shake his hand, and the first thing I could see him negotiating was, "Do I hug from this side or from that <laughs> side?" And I was like, "I like this guy." <laughs> he was kind of like this. I was like, "All right, mate, come on." Yeah. Um. And I never met him. And yeah. um, this uh, after coronavirus and all of the shapes that we've been asked to stand in, mm. and uh, the stories that we've been asked to like live in and, and mm. act out. Um. Uh, yeah I almost feel quite emotional about it I, I think it's it's really our humanity has been really Oof. stunted mm. and Oof. cut off right at the root uh which is about connection mm. and trust mm. um and there's so many people including myself who've experienced I think recently social anxiety this mm. thing that's called social anxiety and actually what it is it's it's like it's what it feels like mm. to be in the presence. Of other humans. Because mm. <laughs> we've all got, you know, mm. we, we all kind of carry a frequency. And when there's so many frequencies in one room, it can be hard to mm. uh, to negotiate and to gel. Mm. And well, if you're sensitive th- to that. Yes, exactly. If we yeah. are
1: sensitive beings if we allow ourselves to be. And it can manifest as the feeling of social anxiety. But really it is like the surge of energy of when other humans come to- together, right? Yeah. Mm
2: and this is it and most of us are cut off from like there down mm-hmm. so so the voice is taken away all feeling is taken away mm-hmm. and and we're not speaking from mm-hmm. the wholeness of ourselves mm-hmm. and in tune with everything that's going on mm-hmm. and that's what i just w- i wanted to um go towards go towards that which is uncomfortable which is submerging <laughs> like submerging oneself in ice <laughs> voluntarily with a bunch of strangers like so was that insane. the thing for you uh, that um, I wanted to see what Tony would bring um, mm-hmm. in terms of his his movement yeah. stuff, and mm-hmm. um, it, was mm-hmm. yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great to run. Two around hours
0: just flash by.
2: Yeah, running around as as mammals basically, oh. mm-hmm. at which we are. Mm-hmm. And I think we can get these ideas that hey, we're like human again. We're up here, so yeah. Oh, all right, <laughs> we're also mammals. Yeah,
1: also tiger, tiger, tiger. <laughs>
2: yeah you only know if you were there <laughs> yes. yeah. if you know you know <laughs> if you know you know
0: <laughs> yeah i mean that got bringing back to what you just said for me it's the conformity or it's that that urge and that primal to belong to there's so much of that shifting those shapes and and casting out, sometimes our own cast to want to belong and mm. will not want to be the first one on the dance floor mm. you want to conform but at this It didn't change throughout. Straight away, people came through the doors and the gates. You know, it's all outdoors. There's no doors. (laughs) And they come through and everyone's like, boom, hugging, straight in, open, honest, all walks of life. And that's what I think is so beautiful about this. It's not like a certain type of people. It's not like a certain type. Everyone Mm. was off and, you know, people from all over the world really mm-hmm. uh and doing different things it's not just like um one yeah one type type of uh yeah, person just subscribing to something it was just so many individual people coming to explore their humanness and mm-hmm. as you so rightly said like exploring those edges and just going outside of them like hurting hearing you say on that uh the, the the conversation that you'll be releasing on your youtube channel about play and, and and when animals play they do explore they'll see like what they can get away with and that's been a theme mm-hmm. of my life like what can i what where are the lines where are the boundaries and why are they there mm-hmm. like pressing those edges and i think that's what, what happens in this circle of 100 humans it's like we are really exploring the edges with our voice with our bodies with our with our size of us our shapes it's just like how loud can we be and how safe can that be witnessed and held mm. The the lack of judgment is just phenomenal and it's It doesn't just happen, though. It doesn't just happen. People like Claire bring it forward. Mm. There's certain types of people, and I'm sure you can touch upon it. Um, There's certain types of people that just... yeah. Claire, obviously, 74, been for a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know her story. We will get her on the podcast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, like, she just bought herself. And, like, in any moment, she would just express and be... And that gives so many people the permission to then be themselves and it doesn't take many people to to, for that to kind of envelope
2: you know Mm -hmm. but people need the permission Mm -hmm. people do that and there's there's a couple of ways it can happen one is kind of by osmosis by someone like claire just just being on her mission being per her mission and everyone's like oh i can do that as well
3: <laughs> mm. oh
2: oh that's oh, I oh it doesn't no one's looking at no one's judging me because mm-hmm. actually anytime we think that it's because there's a little bit of ourselves that might judge someone else who's doing mm. that um so that's one is by osmosis and by being around people who are just embodying it mm. but like i said to to you guys when i walked up at the end of the session like mm. it was really really well held and mm. that's not an easy thing to do mm. and to look around the room and see a hundred people dancing like no one's looking mm. and really releasing mm. with intention mm. um, that's a skill you know that that's a real skill and I thought you guys did so excellently with that um, and you're not the only ones that, that weekend there was, there was fine examples of just allowing and gently because you know When people arrive, it's like you don't know what stories they've got. You don't know where they've just come from, what's just bloody happened on the way, the phone call they just had to deal with, the thing that almost dragged them away. There's so Mm -hmm. much that we've all just, we arrive with. Mm -hmm. And there's a real skill that it takes to facilitate just gently letting go of that and Mm -hmm. running around like tigers. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Well, yeah, what sort of Tony said, Mm. both physically what was happening and metaphysically was the delayering as the time went on so the layers of clothing as we were all warming up you know it was like people were literally stripping off their stripping off their layers and then there was the actual delayering of the masks or the you know the suits that we wear to move around in to to show up in a certain way maybe even if it's for our family or the like you said the story and the things that came before and it's the process of of de and coming back to center that takes you know it does take yes it takes permission and I really want you to share what you shared with us around permission okay. what permission means cuz that's beautiful and, yeah. you know we haven't said that jay is a wordsmith <laughs> <I> think <laughs> they figured we, it
0: out by now that's how
1: we <laughs> met jay and i also have a, an absolute love of words and the meaning of words so um so that permission to permission to play permission to release permission to let go permission to open a different door that gives a different perspective or a new lens but that comes through the other because we're all walking around in our own echo chambers, right, and we're all walking around with our own stories and our own pasts and our own experiences. And that's why when we come together with others that give us, that hold that space and give that permission, that's when we transform and we expand and we recognize what's possible. I just, also just, that's when we can change the the, the story. That's when we can rewrite the story. It was like during the, at the end of the breath work. do you remember the lady that, that said you know when arta asked to share and she sort of said you know i realized i want to quit my job yeah (laughs) and everyone was like cheering because that's how powerful it can be
2: yeah and (laughs) And you know what if there's a hundred people and one person realised they need to quit that fucking job yeah awesome Mm -hmm. i'll I'll be one of the other 99 and just hold that and and be be like like, yes and of course that wasn't The only thing that was achieved was, you know, there was, people were really touching parts Mm. of themselves Mm. by breathing, Mm -hmm. by breathing. Mm -hmm. Yes. You do it all the time Mm -hmm. without thinking about it. Yeah. And... Yeah. This for me is actually kind of one of the deep levels of what was going on uh, on on the weekend. You can look at the surface level stuff, and we talked about that at the beginning. What act, you know, what happened? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, they did that, and they did that, and they did that, and okay, good. I can make a list of all those things. Yeah. You know, it's on the website. It's you on the check website. It out. You yeah. can. There's bullet <laughs> points. <laughs> they didn't happen in the right order. Oh. <laughs> you know, like. But I, I think what well, in fact just I'm going to go off on that tangent, mm. um, and then I'll come back. You said wasn't a structure to it mm. there was a structure sure mm-hmm. there was definitely a structure. <laughs> it was very well thought out and, uh-huh. and the right people were pulled together to deliver it what happened was it was allowed to be organic mm. because nothing exists outside of context and environment mm.
0: and we are contextual beings we're a
2: hundred like human organisms with stuff going on and it's like oh right we thought it would be this but it actually it's this and that is um a real skill as well Mm. i think so hats off to you guys and to tony for for really just allowing that like oh no it needs to be this it needs to be this and seeing the thing and how it wants to Mm -hmm. be and facilitating Mm -hmm. its birth almost Mm -hmm. you know as it's happening Mm -hmm. yeah tony's very good at that Mm -hmm. that for
0: me it's that discipline versus surrender Mm. and when to let go of that Mm. and the whole experience for me was all about all about letting go There was Mm. so much exhaling going on. Mm. (laughs) I was like, are we breathing in as much as we're letting go? But like uh, every out breath, it almost like that synchronized for me, that synchronized all the different things that we did. And it was just constant. I was like, how much more have I got? You know, Mm. things here, there, that I've not looked at. Can I let that go? Mm. And like stretching those limits of my like self, which feels so like in me, but it's like, Mm. Most of it's in my head, but it manifests in the body. So you're like, I'm letting it go through through my exhale. And that for me was one of the biggest
2: things. Mm. And I, I do find you find the gold in the weirdest places when you mm. go through this experience. Either, you know, n- not just this, but other events that I've been to. Sometimes my expectation is, oh, when I do that thing, it's going to be amazing. And sometimes it's like, yeah. I'm like oh i'm getting really worked up about something what's that about mm. ah this is my lesson it's like it's between all the events it's because of my mm-hmm. assumption that something would happen and now it's not i'm like oh hello bit of me that wants to control things this is nice <laughs> thanks <laughs> thanks, thanks for, for, the for like shining the light on that bit mm. <laughs> and letting mm. me to see that and now i can invite myself to let go that um that was probably nina in the ice bath
0: Taking a second mean? dip.
1: Oh take, taking a second dip. Well you invite you've invited me into the cold, really. And so for me there is always resistance whenever I go into the cold in the North Sea or you know, it is it is an invitation to overcome resistance and surrender. Every part of me is often uncomfortable and then I, you're always in first and then I'm always like, oh gosh, I have to go in. (laughs) And, um, but I do it, I do it and I feel it and I receive the beautiful benefits. There was something about the ice though that was like, the surrender was faster the thoughts were not there, the drumming, the energy of everyone else, the the collective power. And I think the first time we went into the ice, being asked to drum everyone into that space, and it is a rite of passage. I was saying that to everyone, it's a rite of passage. There are not enough moments in our human experience nowadays that are rites of passage, and I believe going into the ice in that state, that uncomfortable, the resistance, the part that, the, where the fear arises from, to then overcome and step out anew. And that first experience of going into the ice really was quite uh, effortless and energized by the collective energy. And I felt really Grateful to be going into the ice, having walked everyone down there. And then the second day, it felt colder. And
0: after the minus three at night.
1: After the minus three at night. But it felt, I felt so, I just felt so ecstatic genuinely felt super ecstatic i think it just was like yeah let's just do
0: it again the second day (laughs) it felt different didn't it yeah Uh, it was just more chaotic in Mm. a great
2: way everyone had just let go of a whole load more stuff (laughs) the ceremony went it's like right get in go on (laughs) who wants to get wet and cold (laughs) yeah i mean it's interesting uh, i wonder those who've not done something like this before might be thinking why uh, wha- why the hell would you bother voluntarily going into a bucket full of ice mm. with a load of strangers mm-hmm. what wh- what, are you going to gain from that mm. and um, I think you touched on it before Nina which is that well there's <laughs> life is full of stuff that is not nice mm-hmm. that we don't want to have to deal with mm-hmm. yet we have to like it comes along And it's not voluntary when it does. Mm. And then it's like, well, how am I going to be in those situations? Yeah. Am I going to be like, oh, I don't like it. I want it to stop. So, well, I could. It's not very useful, though. It's not useful for me. It's not useful for anyone else around me. Um, But I can take responsibility. And for me, this is about learning how to take responsibility when there's parts of yourself that are like no it's like well actually when i really tune in with them they're not like that Mm. they're actually okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) if i take control Mm -hmm. and if i decide what is in my control of all the things there's loads that's out what can i control and sometimes it's the most fundamental bloody thing it's my breath Mm. it's my breath and and i just need to and the, the thing that Arthur was, t- was telling us, m- kept bringing us back to, and he said this, and this is fantastic advice for life, actually, that if someone is in a situation where they, you know, they're stressing out, don't tell them to breathe. Because <laughs> they're going, <laughs> they're already probably doing it, they're breathing. Tell them to breathe deeply, they go <gasps> <laughs> No, you don't. You tell them to breathe out. Exhale. Exhale. Mm. Well, what, what about breathing in? You know how to do that. <laughs> That will happen, and Mm. for me it's about focusing on, like you said, letting go, releasing. I will receive whatever the gifts will be, my body knows how to do that, but giving, Mm. (laughs) it's that that process of giving, literally Mm. breathing on a pattern level is is receiving and giving, Mm -hmm. receiving and giving, Mm -hmm. receiving and giving. And to deal with a situation that's like out of your depth, how much can I give to this? Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Not how much can I get from it? Mm -hmm. It's like, no, Mm -hmm. it's like how much can I give and Mm -hmm. where are my resources? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm talking, this is an intellectual level that we're talking about, but doing these experiences is the embodied understanding of that, that. When there's every part of my being screaming, no, I'm like, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And you got this, mm-hmm.
2: and so that was powerful. And, and it was really nice seeing Tony posted a picture yesterday. Actually, and I, I was on one of them in the ice bath. Yeah, and I was like, I look so relaxed, <laughs> but I looked, yeah, and I was. I was like, this is fun, isn't it? <laughs> sort of looking around at the weirdness of this situation. That I, I'm not out of my depth here. I'm f- mm. f- fully in control and Arthur had just run like a half an hour workshop with us you know before that mm. Mm. so that's the kind of magic of mm-hmm. these uh, you know wonderful facilitators who've been who've been working on one specific area of what it is to be a human for a very long time and really focused on that mm. and they said, let's get together because I've only got this bit you've got that bit what happens if we bring it together the movement bit and the, the breathing bit and and then the intention bit mm. and the like letting go bit as well Because that's what I really got from your session as well. Mm. That another form of giving is just like allowing it to fucking go. and Like holding Mm. on to stuff. And from the outset you could look at a bunch of people dancing in a tent. And say, oh, well, yeah, they're having fun, aren't they? And I think, yeah, fun was happening. But, or and, not but, Mm -hmm. and... Other stuff was happening as mm. well, um, mm-hmm. because the invitation had been to like, well, let's decide what we're going to let go of, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and know that actually we're probably holding on to shit, and we don't even know what we're holding on to, because mm. our body does that. It does that. It holds on. Mm-hmm. And everyone, th- people are waking up to this so much. The mm. body keeps the score, l- you know, mm-hmm. all of this. Um, it's kind of what I want to talk to you guys a little bit in depth later, because what I see... What you're sort of weaving together is quite ancient, mm. in mm. some ways. Mm. Um, that the, the, this practice of of having a unified rhythm that everyone uh, that everyone moves to, mm-hmm. um, yet also having an intention to transform. Mm-hmm. You're talking about that, actually, transforming. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm going to bring in my <laughs> word stuff here. I want you to talk on permission. As permission, well so. yeah, okay. Permission as to transform. Don't ask. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so you gave permission us permission. You mm. gave us permission. I think what I said to you guys after the dance was um, a lot of people get permission to dance like that through a little pill,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, which takes away inhibitions Mm -hmm. Um, but we've put those up there (laughs) Like they've been built into us and we've built all of those walls so in order for people to really let go there needs to be some level of pill Mm. uh, and that is permission and it happened you gave us that by just framing it really and saying this is not about you know you're going to a a club to meet a tinder date this is your chance and an invitation and it wasn't like you must let go of shit right now and transform into the best you know it's just like here's an opportunity Mm. yeah that's what i said at the end
0: i was like you'll get many more opportunities in life but this is one of them yeah it's up to you Mm -hmm. uh, in this moment but it's such an opportunity to give it your everything yeah and there will be more no there's no pressure it's not like this is your final chance but uh, it's a big, big opportunity. Yeah. And it, it's there. Uh, yeah, I think you've just given us our name for our ecstatic uh, dance
2: uh, oh, yeah. event. What's that? Permission. Permission. Mm. Or be, I love that. B. Permission. So, yeah, this is what... Yeah, to tie it up, it's like we, we're constantly asking for permission from someone else. Can I do this? Is this allowed outside? External Like validation a child. Like external. a child. Mm. Is this okay? You know, um, <laughs> when... If yeah. you are per your mission, then you are attending to the needs that are there, mm. whether it's within or without. It doesn't matter. Needs need to be met, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I say this very carefully because it's not like we never ask permission. Like when we're involving any other human being, if you're engaging with them in a certain mm. way where permission is involved, of course there's permission. But it's when we're dealing with ourselves, we can often put brakes on mm-hmm. to stop ourselves from just even trying something which is outside of the norm Because, like, we think, well, for no bloody reason other than it's unknown.
1: We think it's not for us. We have an idea of us, of who we are. We have the idea of the story that that's not for me. I don't do that. I think, I just want to say, when you were saying, you know, that idea of getting into the ice and what it would be like for people who were, like, considering attending... And they read the different things that were on that list and thought, oh, that's not for me. Oh, and I know people that were put off by the ice. People that were there were telling me, oh, my so-and-so would have loved this or they didn't come or would have loved them to be here. But I think the ecstatic dance put them off. or well, I think the ice getting into the ice put them off. And the resistance is real and we have resistance to everything. and. Ultimately, it's answering the call for discomfort that, like you said, around taking responsibility, we're not going to find the answers in the comfortable. We're not going to find mm-hmm. the the sol- inward solutions. Yeah. The healing is not going to take place by by staying comfortable with what we think we know, with what we think we you know, it's, it's just, it's not going to happen there.
0: 100%. Mm. Yeah, the magic happens outside your comfort zone. 100%. Well, it's that,
1: yeah, it's that phrase that's, you know, but it's, and you also said it, we can have an intellectual conversation about this, we can read the things, but to embody it and to actually go through the experience of being uncomfortable and feeling it in the body and then having the alternate experience on the other side. That's when we really know what it is to move through it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What does giving yourself permission look like? So when you when you have a conversation with yourself, or you're faced with a difficult situation, okay, what does that look like? Is that a conversation that you have? Because I think that can be right. so valid and important. That 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 alright, am I going to mm. grant myself mm. the permission to move in this way? And just whatever happens, happens, and I'm not gonna, you know, judge myself for this.
2: I think, um, I think it comes from checking in. What what am I serving? And th- this is what I mean about the the spell of permission. Like, mm-hmm. if in some way, what I want to do that I think I might need to ask permission for is serving. My my raison d'être my 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 reason to be my my super objective in life, and it's not detrimentally affecting anyone else that's really important mm. you know that that the well i'm just gonna do this it's like yeah well, that's affecting all these other people, so it doesn't you can't you can't really do that mm. what does it look like it it involves checking in um yeah checking in. Uh, like do I need to ask permission first yeah. of all most of the time we don't yeah. mm. it's just patterning 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 talk to <laughs> us about patterning patterning okay well my my new channel and website and your mission mission <laughs> my <laughs> mission is what it is, well the, the brand is Pattern Matters mm. mm-hmm. um, because um, I look at the world and all I see is patterns in matter Mm. Um from, from the trees, they play out particular tree type patterns that grow generally up and yeah. root themselves down, uh, and take <coughs> nutrients and then share nutrients amongst each other as well. Like, you know, there's there's patterns we don't see the trees do. Um water flows in a particular pattern. There's patterns everywhere. We are vessels that mm-hmm. take in patterns and then we replicate those patterns out. hmm Now many of those patterns well, up to a certain age you don't get to choose you just take them all in take them in influence it flows in that's what it means influence Mm. flows in now as we get older and wiser hopefully and where we're maybe we're on this kind of a journey at the moment and I think a lot of the people that came to the 100 uh, human experience are on this sort of journey of like what patterns do I want in and what do I want out Mm. what do I not want to take on and what are the new patterns there that, that I might be able to take on? And who's got them? <laughs> and cool. And so let's share these patterns. I got some of these. I got ah Oh, cool. I'll take some of those. Do you know, what? I'm going to let go of those ones because I didn't need those. Um, and so th- so some of the facilitation was really about... You guys really helped, I think, let go of patterns, uh, but also find new patterns, maybe shapes. Um, and until we could, like... Yeah, uh, until we actually start stepping outside of the play and looking at the play that we're in. We don't realize that we're just playing out patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, are these patterns your own. Hmm. Yeah. Where are they
0: coming from? I guess that's a big one.
2: Where are <laughs> well, they generally come from p- parents and society, I think, in general. that starts. That's how they start off. Mm. Um Yet, and, and the patterns are probably really useful at some point in time, yet time, like context and time changes, as we know. You can have mm-hmm. a particular plan, structure, but it has to change if we're living in, in reality, mm-hmm. which we are. In the same way that you don't see any trees that like are just perfectly straight up towards the light. Why? Because they've got to like do this and they've got to do that. Oh, that got in the way. I've just got to do this now. And they don't make a drama out of it. They just go, okay, where is it? Okay, that way.
0: You would have loved Rooted Beings in the Wellcome Collection. uh, Free Museum, opposite Euston, London. And it's Henry Wellcome. Do you know Henry Wellcome? I don't know him One of the biggest collection of patterns. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, the Rooted Beings. It's got a simple exhibition, but they've got, like... uh, plant medicines and stuff which is more like what what teachings and and how do people use these kind of roots of plants and things like that really very powerful to have that in a london museum is Mm. quite quite uh i guess yeah interesting um but uh there was one exhibition piece it was just a television it was a it was a production of a of someone in the and it was all about time and how we relate to time if time was sped up for example you would see uh, life and death of certain things would be invisible because it happened so quick I'm talking like if like a thousand years was as in a second mm. but you'd see patterns of trees and certain different you know mega fauna and stuff like shape-shifting and you'd see it in a different way and it would be constantly moving so like our ah, relationship to time is very different to what it could be Mm. so like what we don't see and what we do see is all about that 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 period of time so it was basically on the on the the production of this this person moving in different ways like uh, a tree would in um in the forest but but very like sped up and it was really really captivating um and they related it back to the time in COVID and lockdown and like how time kind of also changed and how we looked at things was different um, I guess it's going back to kind of like the nature side of stuff mm. but yeah it's interesting I love I loved your your the piece that you just said on, on patterns I think it's such a it's another way in to view the world I love the different lenses to how we can see the world and just even that like time or, or seeing it in terms of patterns and and what things are
2: forming in different ways, and why. And it it, it goes deeper than that as well, mm-hmm. because language goes far deeper than we are often aware of. Mm-hmm. Our ancestors who made language really saw the world with deep meaning imbued in it. We've kind of forgotten that, yet it, the the residue's still in the language, and we can look at it and find it if we're curious. Because often it's like there's the playful childlike part of me goes. Oh, I wonder what that means. I wonder where that came from. And then I, f- I find out it's exactly where I thought it came from. Like I'll, I'll find pat, like I look at patterns such as pattern and matter. Well, oh, that's interesting. Like we talk about Mother Earth, don't we? Matter. And then I look. Oh, matter does come from the Latin of mother. Okay, so matter, the mother, like th- what we live in, is the feminine aspect of creation, according to our ancestors, who gave us the gift of language which is what we used to communicate from this consciousness to that. <laughs> it's deep, right? So the matter of our being, this is the matter of my being. And then I was like, M- p- pattern, paternal, I wonder if that is connected. Yes, it bloody is as well. That's mm. interesting. And then I was like, well, what is a pattern? And then I was like, what is a pattern? A pattern is a shape um, to be replicated. And so the, the idea of like the paternal aspect, God the Father, paternal. is the pattern that gets replicated in matter. So when the masculine comes together with the feminine, you get creation. And this is just a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> it's just a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> of course.
1: <laughs> 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 We've I mean, lost con- concept of time.
2: We've lost concept of time <laughs> and all this pattern Oh, life. no, I just
0: meant your Wednesday afternoon. I didn't mean now.
1: You meant your random Wednesday just afternoon, just like diving just into... diving
0: into, it. like, understanding... Why the world is Welcome how to it is? Mind, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might I have been that. Saturday when you came out of the rabbit hole. You went down. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but the point being is, mm. for life to come together, there's there's one thing that is a pattern, and there's one thing that makes it into matter. And like whether it's like the sperm and the egg, <laughs> like the mm-hmm. the guy's basically done once he's delivered the instructions, mm. and the woman has to do all the bloody work, <laughs> 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 like and create it into matter. The, the instruction is Ooh. on that level. Like it's an X or a Y, basically. Uh, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Did you know oh. that the uh, sperm tail moves in spirals?
2: That does not surprise me at all. <laughs> yeah, Nina. that's so cool. It that's moves cool.
1: in. The, it's a moving in a spiral. Yeah. It's not like a you know a, woo, a, yeah. a sort of it's a it's a it's a spiral movement.
2: So there's a lot in spir. I could go. I could talk about spirals for hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whether it's our DNA, the galaxy we live in, mm. um, or the fact that they are the The perfect balance of kind of what the the ancient symbols for the masculine is like the straight line, point A to point B, direct. And then for the feminine is a circle, which kind of encompasses and brings together, brings things into a whole. Mother Earth is a circle. Masculine is about movement, change. And then the feminine is about kind of bringing in and, and receiving and remembering as well. Now the two together, yeah, create a spiral. And so that is where we are always moving forward. We're not ending up in the same place, but we're kind of we're coming back to remember. We're like change and remember, change and remember. And if we just do go in circles, we end up in the same place. And if we're just kind of running off in one direction, we don't remember the real gold that actually mm. is to be to be brought back.
0: Yeah, that's again back to the experience on the weekend for me. Is that I, I keep oh, this is nothing. This is nothing new. It's like it's it, it's a yearning, it's a craving for those connections, those remembering of why we are the way we are and understanding that at a very uh, through an, a very evolutionary lens like it's so important to keep remembering because that is what is going to help us thrive right. and in a new way of course it needs to be um, integrated into our into our new way of being in in the world but it's so so important just to go back to to those core things I remember throughout lockdown it's all I was craving was like a fire and like to be out outside and that I was like how interesting is that the only thing I'm craving is like one of the core fundamental things that has been around since you know since like we really shifted our evolution mm. and I just think that's like so pure
1: well, and again back to the weekend that's what was tended to. The fire was at the mm. center of the whole event. The breathing, Tony wanted everybody to keep returning to the fire. Have the experience, come back to the fire. Have the experience, come back to the fire. The fire of, of you know, letting go at the fire, warming up by the fire, collective around the fire, singing around the fire, moving around the fire. Mm. Um, it was, and, and the, the fact that it kept burning the whole time, even through Ooh. the night when everyone was Needed was to keep sleeping burning it, through the night <laughs> didn't it? For everyone to stay warm for those that didn't sleep. Um, but that, on, that. Per, on patterns and matter, mm-hmm. you know it's then learning and being curious about the patterns that matter. Yes. Right? So then that's how we begin to make more conscious choices. We begin to shift out of old patterns and habits or the things that we did do or the stories that we told ourselves. And we repeat the patterns that matter in a direction, I suppose, as you say, like in the spiral to to begin to lead a life in more humanness, accepting the mess of life and, um, and, and living, living for, you know, more in the heart and more and a well life and in more health, a healthier, healthier life in connection to and symbiosis with nature and one another. And so, yeah, I just wanted to kind of bring that back to pattern your sort of the, the vision, the vision that you have and, and patterns, that matter.
2: You're, t- you're, you're, you're so right, and you, you've you touched upon something else. Yeah, we've got... So this is what cu- I'm curious about with the English language. So we've got a word that means mother, that also means everything that the world's made of, and it also means the things that we f- say are really important. Mm. Like what matters, you know? Mm. Well, what's the matter? Mm. We, we can also say it's something that's the, uh, an issue. Mm. But it's it's really... I like the way you said it. It's it's kind. Of it's tending to because if if we go back to that idea of patterns and matter and paternal being the the father aspect, let's just see it as the seed, right? Mm. So a seed. Like the patterns, the the we we have to nurture them basically. So it's like we tried some out on the weekend and fantastic. Now the important thing is like how do we bring these into our lives?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's the really important thing that uh, that is the work for all of the hundred humans to do it's mm-hmm. like what do, okay what were the patterns that i learned because actually it it, it, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. literally the material act of getting into an night. oh i don't have an ice bath i can't do it it's like really you don't have any situations that are hard that you come up against in life where you want to run away oh those yeah good okay <laughs> yes <laughs> so it's like how do we tie it to the material mm. but we find the pattern that we can apply to all the different mm. material mm. instances of it and it's really important to go d- deep and not. say, Oh, we did this and we did that and we did that. Great. What did you do? Oh, well, I released some of my fucking ancestral wounds. Yeah. Great. You did that. Good. <laughs> you can do that in many ways. You can either go into the womb tomb and do it, or you can. You know, what what's another way? Like, I've 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 realized that some, that, what like what what you guys um, do, and are promoting is really fucking important. That the physical release, to express physically. And I've had it before when I've like dealing with a bloody not a bloody, we're dealing with another human being who was was playing the role of uh, uh, of uh, within a corporate entity which was renting me a car, okay? <laughs> but the corporate entity had particular values that didn't realign with my human values and probably not with the person who was playing that role but she was acting them out anyway and it drove yeah. me nuts. Yeah. And like, I didn't have my credit card, I had to buy the full insurance and I was like, uh, But she could, I had all the details. She could have done it for Mm. me, but it was like, no, computer says no. And I was like, okay. I could feel everything rising up inside me and it was Mm. like toxicity. But I realized this is not against this human being who's in front of me. Mm. I'm feeling myself filled with the toxic policies that this corporate entity has programmed into this human who's now delivering to me and it's filling my being and I can feel it. Mm. And I was like okay, can I do anything or not? And I tried with words and it's like cool, right. Okay, I need to re- I need to let go and it's fine it's going to cost me this much money. Fine. I did, but then and I did the thing, walked away but I could still feel it in me. I could still feel. Mm. And then I got in a lift and I was like, please let me be on my own and then like someone came in last minute. I was like, okay, you know, how's it going? <laughs> sort of just like held space. They got off for the next next thing, the lift went post And I just went, <laughs> 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 and I sent it into the ground, and I was like, ah oh! and I forgive you human <laughs> you know it's like like the human being that was acting in that role mm. I don't want to have hate towards them because they probably hate their fucking job they probably need the commission there's many different things that mm. they were acting from and it, I could really really easily just nurture that hate like all the time mm. But like do you know what there's Itch did to me in the, you know, and, and then propagating that and then creating that nastiness and watering that seed. and Oh, look at this nasty bush that I'm growing that I want to show everyone. Yeah. It's like really, really? for, for
0: <laughs> what you want sympathy there, yeah, or, or there's some deep seated mm. emotion within you that wants some, you know, it's like the unfair or mm. the that you want, like love in that situation
2: yeah with you not getting and now I only ever use that scenario because it was one time when I was able to transcend everything that was going in me and I didn't act out with the character of like uh, pissed offness because I realised when those characters take us over it's not us I've just been possessed by something and what I've been possessed by was that company's policies it's so, like oh, I don't want that keep your policies mm. not having that toxic shit like whatever I'll mm. focus on the next thing because <laughs> if I keep nurturing that blanket of woe and fucking weaving it I'm like oh do you want to help me weave this Yeah, you yes. know it's like I'm not actually focusing on where the next abundance might come from
1: right it's the misery <laughs> cycle we can keep playing the misery cycle yeah. or the victim cycle yeah. or the yeah and then yeah. suddenly we realise that I, that's not serving you but even then if you go even deeper the corporate entity that creates the policies often the policies are there from a from a a root or a seed of profit, mm-hmm. not people. Mm-hmm. And the body feels that.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The
1: human people right. feel that. You're right. But they still need to, they operate. They still need to operate and they still need to function and they still need to employ. And then, you know, they those people that are given those roles that you talked about earlier with like, you know, they they are given a role and they have to, adapt to that role and you were talking about trees growing in a certain pattern and then you're given this job that then you have these
0: Mm. these values values that you have to have your personal values and then your company values which you you adopt and Mm. if they go too far you might leave but you might
1: not know your own values and this is where you know Mm. when often humans are told
0: well that's why i think corporations mm. tell the story of what it is to be human now and it's not people telling the story, right. which kind of comes back to probably something you s- you've said a lot. You've already said it earlier. <laughs> um, and that thing
2: that, that we, did you say corporations? I just want to recap on that. Corporations teaching people to be human. Yeah. What it is to be wow. human, you know, like what it's good for
0: it's It's psychology, isn't it? It's, 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 it's deep rooted and it's probably transitioned within the last, mm. you know, few decades really. And it, it is it's that like corporations you feel like you're having a, a, a moment which I did when I heard that it's
1: capitalism no
0: well yeah well you get it but then when you see it through that well who's telling who's used to tell the story it'll be your elders it'll be these people mm. I don't look to my mum and dad anymore to tell me what it is to be human right it's like corporations it's businesses yeah. it's own, and they are their own entities it's like you're right to say that because I see big business as its own organism. And it's got moving in a direction yes. that we don't really have any. Right. All the people there have any control over. It's like it's moving in a direction because okay. it's got so big and it's its own organism. Yep. And it's it's so interesting to to know that something that everyone agrees upon because it is a. It's you know this is in a beautiful analogy of this was the um, Peugeot company in uh, Johann. Uh, no, what's his name? Um, yeah, hi. In Sapiens, when he I talks know. about this kind of that shared belief is so mm. important to, to know what you, you, your shared beliefs are mm. because that can carry something yeah. in a direction which is so detrimental to perhaps the wider or, or even the inner um, circle of people. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, all these, I guess, all these different perspectives in which you can look at look at life. But uh, yeah, we've got to be careful who's, who's saying what these <laughs> <laughs> days, yeah.
1: yeah, so if you have, if you are abiding by or tuning into or turning on the television that tells a vision right with your words, television
2: Smith- nice Have i haven't you know? heard that one Ooh. yeah nice
1: <laughs> yeah it tells a vision
2: yeah.
1: of what it is to be a citizen a citizen at this time on earth and we are you know like we're told what shapes we need to be and yeah. what it is to tick those boxes
2: it informs you right it mm-hmm. informs you Inform. With the form you mm. need to be. And to be how right. How to conform. Mm. Con means, wi- like chili. con carne. Mm. So it's how you with. how you become like mm. the form that they want you to be. Mm-hmm. Information, mm-hmm. if you look it up, there's two definitions. One says it's like words and stuff, but it, it's actually a process. You go through a process of information, of being informed how they want you to f- be formed. Like the caste These casts work well within this picture. So if we could all just look like that and act like that, that would be great. But what we've been talking about, the hundred human experience, is about transformation. Mm. It's about saying, this is the form that I am and I want to go beyond that. And I don't know what it fucking is. Mm. But I'm not going to listen to someone telling me what it is. I'm going to do the opposite of tell, which is let. Mm. Tell. Let it happen to let it happen through the process to trust the process Mm. as Tony said and um,
1: and let go trust the
0: process respect the process let go be patient whilst in the process yeah and then just realise it all is process
1: or you are the process
0: but but
2: so much it's about it.
0: no no that's what Tony said. Oh, no, you are the process. You, you are, are the process. process. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is process. Are, it is the
2: spiral. You are information mm. constantly all the time. Yeah. Constantly being informed and then transforming. Mm. And yet they want fixed forms because it's like if everyone would act like that, we'd know where they were and they wouldn't move. If we looked that you know mm. if we looked that direction, they'll continue doing mm. what we want and they can feed the corporate entities and their virtues, um, because. Yeah, I could go off from. Head. <laughs> that was great. But there's but virtual reality is something that's really fucking important to to talk about. Actually, mm. sorry about swearing. But um, we're being ushered into virtual reality, mm-hmm. uh, and we think that it's the metaverse and it's out there. But virtual it's been means for a while. that which contains particular virtues. Mm. Okay, virtues are values, but they are always positive. A virtue, virtuous, right? Mm. So. Always va- so and this is what's really important because to look at the virtues of a company like well they're not virtues are they They're values it's like well they think they're virtues profit is a virtue to anyone who's on the on the board Mm -hmm. you know screwing me out of my last few quid when I'm at the desk is not really a virtue but it the virtues are in the eye of the beholder Mm. what are your objectives what Mm -hmm. do you want to achieve Mm. most companies the objective is growth and zero consequence mm. or l- let's not take the consequence into account that doesn't happen in nature well th- there is a name it's called cancer but it doesn't naturally occur mm. we've sort of brought that about mm-hmm. um yeah, nothing's attacking and itself yeah and it, it's in a mindset and it also yeah it manifests in the foods that we that we feed So virtual reality. Virtual reality. Well, what I'm saying is, we don't need to go into a headset and all this stuff to step into a virtual reality. Mm. Just look at the world you're living in right now, Mm -hmm. and the virtues that we're supposed to adhere to. Mm -hmm. Well, they're values, but uh, we can debate whether they're virtues, whether they're virtues or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we Mm -hmm. live in these these nested levels of virtues, Mm. and like you know a g- good woman does this and a good man does this on a basic level and...
0: good citizen a does good this. A good citizen
2: does this. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. And policing is by consent. It's like, really? Can I get to, like, say no? No, you don't. But you've consented. But what... <laughs> Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> It's like, how, what does that mean? Does that mean that I can say no? No, it doesn't. Mm. But it's by consent. But by whose, then? Mm. <laughs> like, all these things that they just put in a box. It's like, mm. I want to go open that box and look at that. Because mm-hmm. it's bullshit. Mm- mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and again
0: it's a more it's like what we believe on what we believe what we choose to
2: to share that belief Mm. yeah but no one's looking at why Mm. and so i I truly think that the only solution is what's already happening and it's what you guys are already doing Mm -hmm. and and it's happening in different places that nodes of awareness are growing Mm. and human life comes together the many into the one like you are many different things in one. Mm-hmm. There's like a whole microbiome in me. And there's mm-hmm. a whole like universe in my gut that's got shit to say. You know, um, there's different parts of me that want different things. So I'm a collection of many things, but that scales up as well. Mm-hmm. When a hundred humans get together, your frequency, your frequency, your frequency. Like we can get closer to a full spectrum of light mm. when there's all these different spectrums mm. coming together. And shadow. And shadow. Well, th- yeah, the the light will. Then that Like when we get in the way of it, we're like, "Oh, and that shadow as well." Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but it's like bringing the different colours of light. First. But just to
1: just to welcome that. Yeah. To be able to to well, obviously we facilitate the ecstatic dance and to dance with. You know, the sun came out and there was my shadow and that was something that being able to to be with the shadow, to be with yeah. the dark aspects, to be you know to be with it, so that we can not avoid it not distract from it I always think that that the things that are happening out there in in the in life that you know whether we're sat distracted watching our screens or our tellies you know that that is all it is a distraction because stillness and being alone with ourselves is something that you know there was a period in my life that I was scared to be on my own like i really did not want to be alone it was like filling my schedule being around people all the time have we become comfortable with our Mm. our in our individual self and then and then that's you know it's an it's an interesting it's an interesting thing to recognize what we what what we've been you know conditioned um or informed or you know taught to go to when 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 the discomfort or when that those sensations arise mm. for
2: us you know i really like what you've talked about about yeah the discomfort um because i think yeah you said have we become comfortable with ourselves and and i don't know if there's any uh, i think it's about how much can we fully embrace mm. ourselves yeah. and everything that's happening mm. yeah that i guess because being comfortable sh- is like you've arrived somewhere and actually, like l- like Nina was saying, that the, the discomfort comes in order for change to happen, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And the analogy that I sort of use is if we're all sitting on a sofa with a beautiful warm blanket, lovely fire, watching the best Netflix show we like. We've just had a wonderful meal. Uh, everything is just perfect, and it's candlelit, right?
3: Mm.
2: There's no motivation to do anything. Mm. Nothing needs to change. Mm. That's why I feel like this. And at some point, someone opens a window, I need to move. I won't move unless I feel uncomfortable. Mm. But w- most humans, and from a lot of my mm. life, were at the stage of like, I feel this. This is really bad. Wh- why am I feeling this? And I'm this. I'm this. Oh, I'm this. And it's like, no, no, no. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a car identifying as the fuel light when it goes on. like, no, a bit of you just lit up to like mention something that maybe action needs to happen. Oh, right. Like, I'm not the fuel light. No, no, you're not. You just need to take actions. Oh, good. And then it goes Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you'll feel hungry again. Yeah, And that's a discomfort. But it's like
0: we use the word to describe the thing. Mm -hmm. But the thing is within you and it's
2: part of being. And mm. then one of the the challenges I think that we all have as individuals, as friends, and as we relate to our families, it's like, well, how much do you want to transform? Yeah. Like, how, how how much do you as an individual want to transform? Mm-hmm. What are the limits of that, and and is everyone okay with that? Mm. <laughs> like, is everyone okay with me doing this when I'm really angry, rather than just going? I'm really angry, you know, <laughs> and it's just like, what if I just want to do that, like in public? And are you embarrassed about that? Are you, mm. you know, and it's like, great, you are. Well, cool. Work on that then. <laughs> well, yeah. Do you know what I and mean? Breaking
1: out of the mold because, like you just said, <laughs> as we be begin bad. to transform,
2: yeah.
1: it can have a an impact or a or a ripple effect on those people around us. And sometimes we've been cast into these molds, into these roles whether that's within a work scenario, or within our family system, or within our friendship circles. And we often carry the identity of the role of the of the mold. And then if we're transforming, or we're changing, or we're living out these new patterns and new ways of living to embody more wellness, and we are changing, and that can have a, a sort of impact on the people around us. And often, that can feel like there's resistance coming from around us like well if you're you know I said recently to a friend you know what would it be like in your family system if you were well if you weren't the chaos or the mess or the, the way that you feel about yourself but to the other people in your family the role that you play that cast that you've given yourself what would that be like for the other people's perception of you? How comfortable would they feel with you being more grounded or being more embodied or being more sort of in flow and in alignment? How would it be for them?
0: Yeah, it would probably shine a light on their things. Right. When when you are in that way, perhaps. Well, it might make them feel uncomfortable and then that's a impetus to it's a calling isn't it is it it's a okay i'm feeling uncomfortable because i'm seeing you and your power in rising that's making me feel oh what part of myself am i not this sounds
2: like a really conscious way of looking at it yeah sure. and i I love that you are looking at that way do you know what i mean what way are you looking at it well, I, I like to see. I'm seeing it in the same way. It's just that uh-huh. not everyone does. No. Like not everyone's sure. got that reflectiveness of like of like they'll just be like just you've works. changed and I don't <laughs> like it. Yeah. Like a lot of the time, it's like the fact they won't be like. Do you know what I'm feeling uncomfortable because yeah. I see you in your power and now? It's reflecting on like, mm. and even myself, I'm not that conscious in the moment. Sure, no. I, I was I was at a men's event like a couple of weeks before I met you guys and. I couldn't understand why there was like two particular guys that I was just avoiding because energetically my body couldn't really be in their spheres. Yeah, mm. despite them being That's like come up a lot. Despite them for, for you, hasn't it? Mhm. So it's I find I found it really interesting because, and I don't know, the solution is always different for each individual, mm. and sometimes it's like I get someone's energy. It's like okay, they need to stay there because <laughs> I have got an idea of what that is. You know. Mm. But this time it was mm. like, no, because I, I actually want to connect, but mm, something's stopping mm. me. And then I, I noticed it. Well, I named it first. I went up to Ben and I was like, Ben, I don't know. I'm feeling this. I just want to like scurry into the corner and hide from you. I don't know what that's about, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so he's that. like, that. there you go. It's an <laughs> opportunity, isn't it? To like, <laughs> just face that
0: and be like, right, uh, you make me really uncomfortable. So I want to spend more time with you. Yeah. I've tried to do that in the last couple of years of like people who don't agree with me. Okay. You don't. <laughs> I don't agree with you so I want to learn from you or like learn your way mm. uh, podcasts that I don't agree with I'm like I yeah, developed like a healthy uh, relationship to like listening to them and
2: stuff but yeah I think Jordan Peterson says people think people have different opinions they mm. don't they have entirely different ways of seeing the world mm. and if we can get over like oh his opinion is this and it's yeah. like no how do you see it it's yeah. like it's real for, you, it like it's like real for there. you let didn't me get behind those eyes didn't and like you do some sort of analogy of like
0: we're seeing the same thing but i can't see it from your angle oh, what yeah. does it look like from around there cool okay yeah <laughs>
2: well, well exactly like let's like say that's reality you yeah. know and and you're, you've got a really clear vision of what reality mm. looks like and you've got a really clear yeah, on yeah. like, like There's this. There's definitely no handle on reality. Yeah, that's clean. what I was going to say. You, you haven't have got a handle. I've got a handle on reality.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you got a handle? I've got a handle on reality. <laughs> there is no handle. I've there lost it. There
2: is no There's handle. no handle no. on
1: my reality. <laughs> it's
2: a floating island. <laughs> But I think someone mentioned the, the elephant experiment. I did, yeah. yeah you mentioned yeah. that. One. Why don't you say it? Because I think that's a really good one.
0: So yeah. I think it's a, a story in Vipassana, uh, the you know what, teaching of a mm-hmm. S.A. Goenka, who's like so powerful in that, in that world. But he talks all these stories. Something came up earlier that I wanted to touch upon. It was a story that he said. It was something about the Buddha and that someone came with him with a gift and then he didn't want the gift. So he said, no, I'm not receiving it, and, you know, and it was someone like that had their opinion and he was like, how can you, and it was something on, you said earlier about like, just you've come with your stuff and I'm kind of separate to that. I'm not receiving it and I don't want to take that on board. But yeah, the 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 story that you just mentioned about seeing things through a different reality, every it was like a blind, it's like four... Uh, blind people in the village and they're touching the same thing. It's an elephant, but they see it. Oh, it's a big trunk. Oh, it's a tree. It's a tree shaped. And then the other person's got the tail and it's like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a snake. It's a snake. It's like a snake. And then uh, someone's got the trunk and it's like, a, you know, something else. <laughs> but yeah, they've all got the handle on the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, and... One's got the, the, the ear, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a banana
2: leaf or something. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. God knows how they know what these other things are but but (laughs) but I think the interesting thing about it is how adamant they are that they know exactly what Mm. this thing is and are willing to be like you are an idiot uh, absolute bullshit I know my reality I felt this Uh it's like and they might end up killing each other Mm. or like or saying we're going to draw this line there and you can be you can be with the kind of tree trunk banana leaf people and we're going to be with the the, the python like Mm. rope people of reality and that's what reality is it's like really maybe we could zoom out and yeah or or they're,
0: they're pulling each part of reality closer to them and at the end they're destroying the thing that it belongs to so they're pulling each part of it and destroying the thing that they're all connected to Mm, which could be another story
1: yeah it's the it's the want to be right but the want to be seen really the root of it is the want to be seen and to be heard mm. that what you are seeing and what you are hearing or what you are touching or what you are, the way that you are perceiving to be right
2: Um Rather than this kind of curiosity of right. like, do you know what? I saw th- that's really interesting because I felt this. That's really curious. Mm. Well, come on then. We can't mm. be looking at the same thing. Mm. Maybe if we join them together, what does it mm-hmm. look like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And actually, yeah. the acceptance of like, no. all of the. <laughs> it's acceptance of difference. But again, we're not conditioned that way, are we? We're not conditioned in our entire human yeah, history. Yeah, because right is rewarded. Yeah, and. Really. But e- your right
0: is not my right.
1: Right is rewarded by somebody's definition of right. Then there is the consistent delivery of us and them narratives. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we've had that throughout entire histories. There is good,
3: yeah.
0: bad.
1: There is there is the right, there is wrong. There is this group of people, there is that group of people. Right. Yeah,
0: if you don't agree with me, I'll chop your head off.
1: Mm. Um, and ultimately, it is and in the past of our human kind, that was the. That was the case, it was as as serious as that and it was delivered in a certain way so that we buy into those stories of separateness and really, ultimately, the journey of this, the exploring humanness, the journey inward, the journey to transform beyond, we always arrive at the same thing. That we are all one matter as you were saying earlier when you zoom in to matter and you keep zooming and you keep zooming you know scientists are looking to zoom into everything everything is nothing nothing you arrive at nothing matter becomes nothing it's, it's empty, space, it's empty it? space there's more
0: empty space in you and me than anything else
1: mm. And so, ultimately, you realize that you are nothing and everything at this exact same time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And...
2: And interestingly, there's a... I I need to, like, slightly move my legs. Sure. Mm -hmm. Oh! Yeah, just getting old. Um, (laughs) Hopefully, I'm still in frame. Um, Donald D. Hoffman is a cognitive scientist in somewhere on the west coast of America. And... um, he's written a a book called The Case Against Reality Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, he's working with a load of mathematicians to prove that we're just kind of walking around in an interface really, Mm -hmm. basically. Like a Um, desktop screen. Yeah, it's like the universe is basically an assemblance of information that allows different conscious agents to communicate with one another. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's a conscious agent there, there's a conscious agent here and it's like, uh, I can kind of get a a read on what's going on for you by the interface that I'm that I'm dealing with, but actually I don't really know, you know, because like sometimes we can like smile and it's like I don't know what's go really going on. Mm. So all we deal mm. with is an interface, mm. and so we're never really dealing with true reality. In the mm. same way that go back to the car thing, when the fuel light's on, there's not. I don't know anything. The only thing I know is that the fuel light's on might point to the fact that the fuel's low but actually i don't know it could be faulty the only thing i know (laughs) is what i see Mm. you know um Mm. where am i going with this um that yes when he was like looking mathematically okay if it is just information and if this this is just an interface then how would it all be stored Mm. and so we looked into how hard drives are stored and you can get more and more storage with more... Y- you don't get more storage with more space. You get more storage with more surface area. Mm. The more surface area that you have, you can store more information on ones and zeros. Lines and circles. Mm. Which make spirals. Um, uh, now, in o- if you get a sphere, and then you look at the s- the the, circum- the how much area is on it, you could actually get more area if you got four smaller spheres and put them inside that. They still take up the same space, but there's more surface area. But if instead of doing that, you got one of those and you put smaller ones inside that and you put smaller ones, it goes infinitely small down to like a mustard seed or smaller, right? Jesus said the kingdom of heaven exists in a mustard seed. Oh, really? Now, what this guy is saying <laughs> is... That's the size of it, you know. What this guy's saying is that actually you don't need space for a universe you need information mm. Mm. and you can store more and more information on the smallest thing possible <laughs> it just goes infinitely small mm. until it's nothing so i'm just saying this because it's of what you said it's like everything and nothing mm-hmm. and that was when i did um i did magic mushrooms once and i remember that being uh, a lesson. very that was the only thing that i could experience it was like it's like everything and nothing all at the same time mm. it's like the universe is teeming with life and then i pause but what's actually going on <laughs> nothing but everything was just a second ago and i'm sure it still is <laughs> if i tune in <laughs> i and love anyway, that yeah a bit of a tangent there mm. but apparently mathematically speaking if the universe is information it needs to be infinitesimally small not Infinitely large
0: yeah no wow. I think it's that's a great analogy really mm. um let's wrap it up and we'll talk about um just an integration that we're gonna take from the experience mm. and then integrate it can be small infinitely or it can be big <laughs> infinitely meta or from this
2: experience from the one hundred from million? the weekend yeah, yeah something cool.
0: that we've taken and and we'll we we will integrate
3: mm.
0: who wants to go first. I'll go for hmm. So the letting go was the biggest for me, I think. Using that every breath is an a as an opportunity to let go of something. Uh and it can be that potent. And it all it needs to be is that. Just a breath out. You know, your next state change is a, n- a breath out away, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um that was the biggest because I felt like I couldn't let go of anything more and uh, and I reached my I think I reached my limit in that so that was that Um, I think integrating that into into more experiences in, in daily life and that coupled with the permission piece that you know being your fullest you your fullest expression of your edges you know it's a nice probably it's a nice thing to to write on a card but when we really embody it checking in what that means to us of like how can i demonstrate all my you know edges all my dark sides and the light as well because sometimes we shy that dim that for people Mm -hmm. because we feel like they're not not ready but those 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 things in myself that I can just allow. How can how much more can I allow for people to see? Not for the intention of it being seen, but just for me to coming from that place that I can see myself and be myself, that a little bit more.
1: Mm. Thank you. Hmm. Hmm. for me immense gratitude just was a constant flow of gratitude at being with other humans exploring humanness because of the last few years and the the inability to connect so deeply so freely so expressively and to to continue with that momentum so much momentum landed inside me at what we're really what we're here for we're here to walk each other home we're here to remember we're here to look and reflect one another's humanness and to land there together and I was so grateful to hold space again live in that way um after so long, to uh, to walk with others in a in a meaningful mission, you know, it was all of us are, are on a are on a mission, are in an individual and collective mission, and you know we are here to remember our soul's mission. I feel this is what I believe. We're here to remember our soul's mission and what we came here for, which is to to connect and to overcome and to heal and to yeah just all of the above and so for me that integration is to continue to ride these waves of and the momentum that that came with that energy it's just feels so so powerful and um grateful to that to that to that momentum so um to not stop to to not yeah to not allow the the patterns the the patterns that create pause the patterns that maybe land us back in the older patterns of the ways of doing things and to 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 continue with momentum Um, and that was really the energy was cultivated that energy was so unique and Everybody brought it, everybody, every mm. being, everybody brought something so powerful, and that that is like a that is just for me a surge, you know it's like a wave and i'm and I'm riding it, I'm integrating that, so yeah,' super grateful
2: mm. um, yeah, for me. The first thing—the first thing that came up. Um, cause I, I I was actually. Yeah, I was trying to look less at the gifts, but at the points when, like, I didn't get as much from the experience. You know, what was w- mm. what were the points when I was stopping myself from having mm. the fullest experience? Um, and so, I think the invitation for myself is to really let myself to surrender to to each and every experience Mm. i've got a tendency and there's (coughs) there's a light and a shadow side to it so i I understand why my brain works like this when i'm at or being at this event um because really it was actually it was embodying so much of what i've sort of consciously decided i want to work towards uh, of like and almost like an idea of the kind of things that i want to be doing Mm -hmm. events that i want to be doing and so when something is along those lines it's really easy to step outside and be like oh how would i do this or like what you know and what do i think about this and getting in that sort of judging moment and there was a couple of points when that um That critical aspect of my mind, which is useful for helping uh, us grow, definitely got in the way of me actually experiencing what the fuck it was experiencing. So I can't even judge the experience because I was in it judging it. Mm. (laughs) Whereas actually if I just really surrendered, okay, let me see, let's see, let's see, let's see, and deeper let's see and deeper surrender, Mm. then it could be that there was gifts that I didn't get because of that mm, bit of my brain, which is like, I would have done it this way. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 that's me being fully on and that they were doing so in the moment yeah you were, you were there was like two yeah, moments yeah. of that in the entire weekend yeah. but they're enough for me it's like oh there's a yeah. bit of juice that i didn't get because i was out of it and i could have easily reflected on it afterwards but i needed to be in that play at the point mm. at that point in time and this is something which i need to get better at and i think we can all do better at it's like because there's, there's points when you realise I'm in a fucking play and I need to step outside of this and look at it for what it is. But there's other times when it's like you need to immerse in it mm-hmm. and stop stepping outside of it because mm-hmm. you're just stepping outside mm-hmm. of the experience. And it was that line, and I I went on the wrong side of it a couple of times. So let the story go and be just in it, mm-hmm. mm. yeah. Which is surrender, really, mm. and a little bit like letting go. You know, mm. letting yeah. go of this mm. critic. Mm. because he, I can come back to him later mm. you know he's mm. there he's fine yeah he's there <laughs> he's there if I need him <laughs> he's like I'm ready <laughs> he's like I know shut up for a bit <laughs> I'm ready <laughs> I know you're ready <laughs> <laughs> yeah. his critic coat on mm. amazing
0: man uh, I, yeah I'm resonating with that deeply i uh, loving the journey that you're on I'm glad that we've met glad that you yeah. made this happen so grateful it's so great to, to to be in your um in your company in your home and this is a uh, Yes, yeah, it's been phenomenal mm-hmm. and likewise, uh, really appreciate it and I'm
1: excited for the journey that you're on with with your vision, with your mission, because mm. ultimately, when we come into these this kind of collective what do you want to call it it's like Ecosystem. The, well no it's our it's our way of gathering the wisdom i'm putting it into some form and we all have a unique way of expressing mm, that
0: the ripples that but ultimately
1: you're you're finding your way with it like you've got you you've got your it's in it, and it comes from somewhere deeper inside you that wants to express itself your lens your way with words your way with you know and so i'm excited about that for you and I would love to hear where are you taking that?
2: Oh, like where
1: where wow. are you? Where I know how will it? How can mm. people tap into it?
2: Yeah. Cool. Um. So. Uh, like I'm on the brink of things at the moment. Sure. Like Like things are almost born. Uh. But w- yeah, with a a YouTube channel and a website, which I'm currently building. Pattern matters is the is the the slogan. Um. I'm going to be running some events this year um, to try out some of these ideas and to pull together some people that I've worked with, some people that I've n- not worked with um, to really um, it's sort of like I said, it, it's bringing the, the level of intention that was there at that event um, and sort of of self-improvement rather than just teaching people how to be in a play um Mm. so it's it's everything from how we talk to ourselves the words we use and Mm. to refer to ourselves and and to each other um how we engage with one another as human beings Mm. i'm a big fan of non-violent communication Mm -hmm. um and i think there could be some practical stuff to to do with that as well because that that's changing patterns yes and if we change them then like if we have kids and they have kids like that's how it changes that's Mm. how things it's how the universe gets better. So, um, yeah, pattern matters. Will be the YouTube and the website, and uh, it's all kind of coming. It's just it's in, pro- in process at the moment. Yeah, yeah. You've m- been
1: nurturing the seeds probably for a very long time. Long
2: time. Mm-hmm. I made the intention to leave my job three years ago. You know, after I, d- before I went into a Native American sweat lodge, I was like, this is my intention, and it took three years for that to manifest. You know, and I said it would be one one year down the line but then two years of pandemic happened right Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's really one of the important things as well that that this is kind of highlighting is it's nurturing those relationships Mm -hmm. with with people who are like growing in that same direction Mm -hmm. you know it's like like you said i think you mentioned that before it's like if people moving in the right direction might as well work together so i'm interested in um
1: in an aligned direction in an
2: aligned direction with your
1: values with something yeah. that's resonating with you
2: yeah mm. yeah uh so that yeah just nurturing those and like watering and shining lights on stuff and like i'll oh, have a bit of soil and you know see see what grows yeah. in that garden mm.
1: beautiful amazing love that
2: where can people reach you if they want
0: to connect
2: chat and connect um so What's the website actual address? I think it's like pattern-matters.com. Okay. Yeah. Or the character j at gmail.com is a way of contacting me as well.
1: The character. The, j. Character, the
2: character j. Yeah.
1: Just the letter j. J. Yeah.
2: Yes. Or the character j. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> the character J. It's a character, isn't it? It's a letter <laughs>
2: yeah. as well, not a teller. It's a letter.
1: Yeah, I love that. Not <laughs> a teller, a letter. I love that. I love that we came to let's that. Let, let's <laughs> let
2: each other, yes. let's not tell each other let, anything. Oh, I mm. love that. Let's let each other be. Let, let each, each other, other be. Yeah. Let, let each other grow. Let each other grow. See what becomes. Let. Amazing.
1: Beautiful. Thank you. (音楽) ORCHESTRAL MUSIC